Hello, and welcome to LuchaCast. In today's episode, I am interviewing an elder from our community, my grandfather, Arnold Olson. In this special episode, he shares what growing up on a Fognac and Kodiak villages was like. So, first of all, just tell me about you and your heritage. Okay. Well, my real name is Arnold. <laughs> and uh, I was born to Gladys and Hans Olsen in the village of Afognak. And uh, my grandparents were Cinefont and Lukisha Gregoriov. And um, so that kind of puts the link back to the grandparents. Mm. Um, I spent my formative years in a Fognac village. And uh, uh, when I was about 12 years old, we moved from a Fognac village to Kodiak. Um, and uh, that gave greater educational opportunities for the family. Mm. My parents had um, three, three of my old, oldest brothers went to Mount Edgecombe High School and uh, brother number four, um, he went one year at Mount Edgecombe and then went to Kodiak High School. Mm. So my parents decided that uh, since there was uh, eight children out of, you know, there was still four left to go that, uh, that they would just move to Kodiak and uh, those uh, opportunities would be there for us. So, yeah, hold on a second. Growing up in the village of Afognak, you know, was, was, uh, Part of my life that uh, I remember. I remember the sounds, the tastes, the smells. Uh, it was just a good place to grow up. There was a lot of other children uh, and we had fun together. Uh, walking to school, we, would, we were the furthest from the school. And so as we walked, the other children would come out and we would arrive basically in a large group. And uh, that was the bonds that we had uh, growing up. Uh, the, the village was a, a fishing community. Mm. And uh, so with that, every summer, the, the fishing community would, uh, would leave and uh, go to the canneries, get their boats ready and, and uh, do that. Those that worked in the canneries would, uh, would be there as well. So um, it was mainly women and children who were left in the village. And uh, then as King Crab started, then it wasn't just a three month that, you know, Oh, the fishermen were uh, fishing for crab and salmon and, and uh, back to crab, that kind of thing. So, so uh, we were 
Well, I was, <laughs> I was going out about how nice it was to be in a fog bank. Um, I was just thinking as, as we were separated for a second is that the village didn't have any electricity or, or uh, running water, things like that. So with that, um, it was uh, uh, a lot of work for youngsters. You didn't uh, turn the tap or whatever. You had to take a bucket and go get your water, haul water for mom to do laundry and chop wood every day to keep the heat and uh, things like that. Mm. So, yeah, uh, you learn to work from an early age. That was, uh, that was life in a fog day. Cool. That was life. Okay. Yes. So uh, jumping forward, so, a bit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to move to the next question. And as you still had more to say. Oh, golly, we had in the village, it was, uh, you had the Russian church, you had the chapel, um, mm. you had the school. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, all the things that you would need for a community. And, uh, we had, a one store, but at one point in time, Fognac had three stores. Hmm. So, uh, we would be sent down with a note, get this or get that. And, and uh, the storekeeper would uh, he'd hand uh, the money over and she'd give the change and uh, you'd walk back home. So it was a trusting community as well. Uh, there was uh, Scandinavians, there was Alutic and uh, a mixture in between um, you know, we all grew up together and we didn't know the difference. Well, let's move to the next question. Okay. So jumping forward a bit, your first career was a pilot. How did that come to be? Well, <clears throat> my first career was a fisherman. Oh, right. Or not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I commercial fished. Uh, yeah, uh, my father had seven boys, and being number seven, I had to wait in line to go fishing. And uh, so I did have a couple of years where I think I was twelve years old that I got to go fishing mm. with one of my brothers, and and I made four hundred dollars that summer. Oh wow. And uh, for a 12-year-old, that was bulging pockets. <laughs> and finally got to go on the boat with my father. And uh, then as uh, my next older brother uh, became of age, he got his own. So we hired uh, other people to come as the third crewman. And um, so with that, I fished uh, up until 
We're freezing. And, and in the fall of 1968, in the fall of 1968, then I started my aviation career. Uh -huh. but, but those years I had as a fisherman, I went crab fishing. Um, it was... Uh, uh, it was an inland water type environment for me. Um, so we didn't leave the coast very far, you know, I mean, it was, we would go anchor up every night, but we would have to <coughs> handle the crabs. We take them out of the crab pot, put them in the hold of the boat, go over to what was called a live sack, pull that up. And then we would take the crab out of the hole of the boat, put it in the, the live sack and lower the live sack down. That way your crab stayed alive. And um, then when we thought we had enough, we would then pull up the live sack and unload the crab out of that into the fish hole and go to the cannery to unload everything. So it was a lot of work. You handle the crab many times. Uh, later on, uh, people had boats built that, uh, freezing up again. that would uh, have a, a life tank with circulating water and, and uh, that would circulate the water. And that was just from being, my father was one of the early fishermen in the crab fishery in Kodiak. And uh, so over time, the boats changed, got bigger, crab pots were different. And uh, so the crab were, were taken from the near shore waters to offshore waters. And uh, so that, that made a, a big difference. 